where are you walking? Idaho? Um, is Idaho known for its walking? It's known for being far away, taking forever. Um, no, it's just a, a nice walk with my dog. Speaking of my dog, hey, what's up, Josh? Ay, ay, ay. That's the energy I like, but it also goes really well with our theme uh, for this week's episode. <laughs> it does. Um, get, should we get into that topic though, or do we have we have? There's like there's like stuff. Well, stuff happening. Our news week. our news coincides with the theme of this episode. It does. So I feel like that's the it news does. we should get to last. Um, I you have more news outside of that. I'm okay. Actually, yeah. barely. Not really. Well, kind of. You know, you've heard of this. Um, this I hesitate to use the word podcast. The charade called the the Doughboys. You're familiar with that? Oh no, this. Yeah. Well, Josh. So I. All right. Yeah. I turn on Good Morning America on uh this pra- this past week and see much to my delight Kelly Marie Tran who plays Rose Tico. She has the new Dis- uh, that new right. um, Disney movie coming uh, out. Ryan yeah, and the Last Dragon. She is on Good Morning America. I think. Oh, this is great. And nice interview, charming as ever. And then who should shove their ugly little voices onto that show? And I'm thinking, oh, these guys. Okay, so you know they've seen and my big big muscles, and they're gonna listeners. On ju- air. Listeners, just so you know, we're not body shaming when when we're talking about ugly ugly people. We're talking about the them to their core. <laughs> they're just. Like ugly right, human beings. Now I want a contest. Their souls. And they admitted it, and they haven't given me anything for it, and it's been. Like, have you ever seen the movie Soul that Pixar had? Just won a you Golden know, the Globe. One that Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross won their Golden Globe for. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that one. They don't really get into the evil souls, but if they want to do a Disney After Dark spinoff of Soul on Disney X, you know, you can you can bet. Two supporting actors that are going to get hired are those two dolt doughboys. Yep. Anyway, I assume oh, they had taken the worst. that time on Good Morning America to apologize to me, but they hadn't. But anyway, uh, I also, we're recording this on Monday, hence my big Monday energy. And Monday's one of my favorite podcasts, Comedy Bang Bang, comes out. And Kelly Marie Tran is mm-hmm. a guest on Comedy Bang Bang this week. Now, if you listen to our show we are famously safe for work of course i know that that isn't it does not matter to anyone that listens to this because as we revealed last week i've discovered the demographic of our show is 100 percent 18 to 34 year old males but you know if you're not if, if you're afraid of not safe for work you know some swearing or whatever probably don't listen to comedy bang bang but let me tell you Tommy Bang Bang is great, and Kelly Marie Tran is the main guest, and there's a good chunk of half-hour interview up top before things go too off the rails and into comedy hijinks. Uh, I would strongly recommend. found it very funny. Kelly Marie Tran was on the television show, Comedy Bang Bang, before she got cast in Last in... Jedi. Oh, really? Yeah. And then they tried to get her back, and they obviously couldn't, and they, they talk about that a little bit on the show. But I guess when... The host Scott Ackerman talked about having a Google alert for Comedy Bang Bang because it was his show. And when it was announced that Kelly Marie Tran was cast in Star Wars, 
that Google Alert went off because Comedy Bang Bang was one of her <laughs> only credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a really cool interview, and she was really funny. And yeah, so if you're looking for a podcast to listen to that didn't um, put on contests that I won and then not give me anything for it, I would I would recommend that one. So a lot of Kellen Marie Tran stuff I out have... there now that that movie's coming out this week. I've used that Scott Ackerman quote that you talked about. I don't know how many episodes ago of when you find out a person that you really like is terrible. Scott Ackerman says you can like everything oh, found out that that person, uh, <laughs> everything that that person produced up until you found out and then nothing afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I've said, I've used that quote multiple times. It's, I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a strategy. So that happens. And then again, don't mind my dog running around like a psycho. Uh, we kind of talk about, we talk about having, having the big, okay, doing the big news before we do the main thing, because that, that's tied together. But um, tying back into last week's episode, and again, don't mind the psychotic animal. Um Mm-hmm. I picked up uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventures number one, which is the other comic book that okay. doing. Is that the the young? Is that the kids one or? I guess I guess it de facto okay. is. It's not by Marvels by IDW. Um, mm-hmm. It's by Daniel Jose Older, who he's he's in that working group right i only i know him from he did the novel that tied into solo which i think is like mm-hmm. last shot or something covered uh lando and and Han solo and i don't know so um yeah i read that that was pretty interesting i really liked the art the art was very cool um it wasn't wildly different than the other high republic stories i guess just from the first issue. Granted, it was only the first issue, but again, the art was really cool. And last week we talked about, um, I had known going into reading Into the Dark that there was a character mm-hmm. that Claudia Gray really liked that she was like, oh, this is like Matthew McConaughey. If Hansel were Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> oh, uh, Geox, right? Leox. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leox, Leox. Uh, mm-hmm. From that same interview, I had found out, um, they asked Daniel Jose Older who his favorite character was and there's a character who is a Jedi Master who is the same alien as Masameda. like Palpatine's got his little cronies in the prequels that bald lady and the guy I thought Masameda I thought he was a Tegruda well, he's blue no well I mean they're all, they're all different colors horns huh. like going down like a necklace okay. or whatever but Jedi Master like that and I forget what his name actually Interesting. is. Interesting. But his nickname is Buckets of Blood. Um, he's a Chagrinian. There you go. A Chagrinian. Yep. Okay. So they have the Lakus, but they have the, the noticeable horns pointing out um, sh- um, straight up. Okay. Yeah. And this character's, I forget what his actual name is, but I guess the character's nickname is Buckets of Blood because Daniel Jose Older was a, a paramedic. And there was like paramedic lore of this like one paramedic who would call himself buckets of blood in the third person over the radio. Mm-hmm. And so that was, it was cool to see that character. He's very briefly in it, but um, the art was the big takeaway. I really enjoyed the art. 
and it, it it gives you a visual for like what it looks like when the debris from this great catastrophe shows up out of nowhere on a planet so you know yeah that was actually a that was a criticism i never really got into of the first book we covered of like it was really hard to picture the hetzel system not to get too into the weeds of you know um high repo boys Mm -hmm. but it was a little hard to visualize how the catastrophe was as epically galactic and you know earth ending as they were portraying it so i i would think that that'd be super beneficial to have that kind of visual to see you know what is actually being drawn to show you know the great disaster yeah and so yeah i mean i don't i only sporadically buy individual issues anymore these days i'm not going to follow that series or any series right now but you know when the at least the main marvel book when the trade comes out of that i'll pick it up and that seems like something we'll probably end up covering so maybe this one too i don't know but i checked it out the r is solid you know if you're into high republic it's worth you know giving well, a preview. as a transition we certainly have a lot of stuff to a lot of episodes to create before um this show premieres mm-hmm. so it was announced, I don't know, yesterday. Um, th- this episode comes out on Thursday. So it was announced over the weekend, I believe, or maybe on Friday of last week. Yeah, I mean, it was, that... was probably before the last week's episode came out, but it was after we recorded, per usual. Yeah, and um, we have an announcement. Um, the next Star Wars show is coming out on May 3rd, May 4th, May 5th. Well, it's Star Wars Day, Pete, so... Yeah, so we'll never know. So May fourth. Um, <laughs> so on May fourth, um, and I also think it's a Wednesday, which means do we just like strap ourselves into next day coverage or <laughs> wait a week? Um, but I also don't know if it'll stay on Wednesdays. You know, maybe it just premieres on a Wednesday and then it'll go to a different n- night. Knowing us and how cutting edge we are, what a word! I would say we're probably going to stay up all night to watch it on Tuesday, and then we'll definitely record. Um, I mean, hopefully by then we can do, you know, some more interactive recordings. What? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so. Bad Batch, Bad Batch, which is coming. Bad Batch, is coming. Less than two months. Bad Batch is the Actually, continuation exactly. of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. It is one of three projects, I guess four projects that Star Wars has done, explaining between Episode Three and Episode Four. However, this is the most immediate of the four projects. Because it shows immediately after episode three Mm. what this group of troopers known as the Bad Batch are doing. Yeah, yeah. So that should be neat. Maybe get it how clones were phased out and replaced and stuff like that. Which is something I, I would actually be generally interested in. You know, I know some people complain, like, why don't you go before episode one or up after episode nine or explain more between you know six and seven and that's fine and and everything but like i that little five year ten year gap is ripe for storytelling and i think it's gonna be really interesting yeah, where did han solo get those dice you know we gotta find out 
Oh, he's at, well. I mean, we know he had them, but where'd he get them? Gotta go back. Gotta go further back. Where'd he get those dice? So, yeah. Does Darth Vader ever get more sand? Does he ever get more sand? And, I mean, it's like, obviously, so many, so many things we could call it. Batch boys. Just bad boys. Probably get sued for that. But staying with the theme, the the rhyming theme, I feel we have to call it Echo Boys. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll find out come May. I already have the new theme song, by the way, so don't even worry about it. Wait, I thought I was allowed to do it. Go for it if you want. I've been learning the piccolo just for this. I uh, you know what? Fine, no, Josh. Fine, fine, fine. No. Um cool. Yeah, no, you can do it. I'm now I'm gonna Google I'll how... the one that I wrote <laughs> for the next stupid thing we First, do. how much does a piccolo cost? Second how long does it take to master a piccolo? Let me tell you this story real quick. Before <laughs> the, the, I lived in on a, a military base in Louisiana for a time, and during this time uh, was sort of when anime exploded. Well, it probably exploded a bunch, but it seemed like it exploded with our generation around this time, with like Pokemon and Digimon and Dragon Ball Z. And Dragon Ball Z was on Toonami and stuff, and I got very into mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z. And so for Halloween one year, I found a costume of the character Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, and this is, again, it's an army base in rural Louisiana. And right. Dragon Ball Z is kind of just coming out on Toonami. So it's like, I'm sure there are plenty of people who knew of it, but I had just found out about it. And so I am, um, I don't know, 10, 9, walking around, trick-or-treating on this old Louisiana military base, door after door, wearing my horrible green alien mask, you know, trick or treat. Mm-hmm. And they go, who are you? And then I go, I'm Piccolo. And they go, <laughs> like the instrument. And I go, no, <laughs> I'm Dragon Ball Z. And they go, what's that? And I just say, never mind. So Piccolos are a trigger for me. That's funny. That I actually... So much. I actually, um, at one point, I wanted to learn how to play the piccolo just because of Dragon Ball Z. Because mm-hmm. I was like, huh, they named they named the whole instrument after after piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, man. That was my thought process as a kid. I mean, if you can't learn special beam cannon or hell zone grenade, which look, special beam cannon is great. But that hell zone grenade. Oh, my God gosh if i could do something i mean it's no final flash but then what is but yeah the only thing i can remember from that show is how (laughs) um how many times vegeta would get really mad and call i don't know goku kakarak (laughs) kakarak or something (laughs) that was his birth name jeez okay cool so Anyway, um, speaking of very this, exciting, this, very this exciting, is a great lead into the this discussion we're having right now in these last five minutes is a great lead into the premise of this episode. Yeah. Is, so, man, you listeners, um, longtime Poe heads, this, this was all Pete's idea, and it was a very good idea. I can't take any credit for it. You came up with this one, and I was like, "Yes, we're doing this." Yeah. So, listeners. This this is episode like one thirty eight or one thirty nine. Um, we as Po Boys have produced a lot of content. Oh man, we've been at for very. Um, we've produced more content than The Mandalorian season one and season two combined, 
and all of the movies put together. Mm-hmm. You can try and do the math, but I know that we did a three-hour episode 100, so yep. I'm guessing we're correct. Yep. Now, with that being said, um, you have some some highs and you have some lows. Mm-hmm. All right, you have some um, you have some dunks and you have some thuds. And what we are doing this week is we're going to be a little bit introspective, and in honor of the upcoming show. This is our bad batch of episodes. So we're yes. gonna we 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 both came up with an individual list. Mm-hmm. Um, I came up with five. I believe you said you were gonna come up with like ten. And ten is exactly what I came up with. Yeah. Okay. So um, I our worst hits, so to speak. Yeah. These are these are you know, any any Poe head out there, you know, uh, ride or die a one day one. Mm-hmm. They're going to remember like, oh, <laughs> I remember that episode. Yeah, and honestly, all the Poe heads out there we're talking about. We just bring up the subject bad batch of episodes. And I know that their heads are already spinning like, oh, they got it. They're going to bring this up. They're going to bring that up like you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys probably now, already name off. And I say guys because, again, I did look at our demographic information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And here's the thing, ideas. too, Poheads. Um, a lot of times we flag an episode. So, you know, last week we did the fan fiction. So we tagged Josh's fan fiction. So you could, you know, have both of those together. Mm-hmm. These ones we're not going to tag because these are the worst Poboy episodes. Mm-hmm. We just want to make sure that, you know, our we're not getting too big for our bridges. We're, our, our egos are getting in check a little bit. That's what the, that's the purpose of this episode. Yeah. A bad and batch of episodes. Every time he says big for his bridges, he understands that he's saying it that way, and that's on purpose. Yeah. Bridges. Yeah. So, um, Josh, I guess I should start us off. Um, uh, totally up to you. I mean, I was going to say we could alternate, but, but I've got a few more, so... You know. All right, let's ha- let's have you go first, Josh, and then um, yeah, let's look. And and maybe maybe they overlap too. Who knows? It could, they they very well could. Um, this I feel like as soon as we said we're going to talk about kind of the worst of Poe boys, uh, a lot of people's minds probably immediately went here, um, and that is of course last week's episode. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, it didn't feel good to do it. <laughs> What? To edit it. What? Feel good to put it out there. You know, we uh, last week's episode. I want to say we left it all on the field, but it's also I don't know that we had that much to bring to the field. What? It was a late, late record. Um, excuse me. You know, (laughs) I think uh, you said it was good. I'm just saying what everyone's thinking. I think you think fan fiction was last week, and it's not. So, um, oh, what was fan fiction? That's not the joke. Just two weeks ago. Um, oh, thank God. Okay. Last last week's episode. Last week's episode, right there with a bullet. And then uh, I'll go. You know, we'll go two for one. I guess since I came up with with twice as many, we'll do that. And I'll just get right out of the way. Let's get this other one um, out of the way. Next week's episode is is not is not seeming that promising. I mean, I. Do you have another idea, or you're based off of the idea that I suggested? I know how I'm feeling. I know how I'm feeling right now. I know what I got on the docket. I just gotta, I gotta call him like I see him, like Babe Ruth pointing out into the stands, and then hitting the ball exactly where he pointed. I just gotta say, last week's episode wasn't great, and I don't think next week's episode is gonna be great either. 
of all the references, you make a Babe Ruth one. Okay. Um, all right. So mine. Um, mm-hmm. Now, listeners, um, Po Boys, we are a brand. All right. We have um, Po Boys LLC, Pager Boys LLC, Ton of Boys LLC. Mm-hmm. And we are constantly um, looking at marketing ourselves and providing products that can help people. Um, and a lot of times we have hits and sometimes we have a miss. Okay, straight up. And the episode that I was thinking of that was a bad batch of episodes is when we had the idea of um, having a language program where we teach people how to speak Shiruk, um, otherwise mm-hmm. known as what the Wookiees um, say, <laughs> and how um, we tried to just communicate different things like, hello, how are you? Mm-hmm. Um, don't call me furball. Furball is a um, slur to my people. Yeah. And, and everyone, you know, regular listeners of this, listeners of this podcast know how... Um clumsily pete manages to burn down any potential bridge in sight by flippantly insulting anyone that sort of even vaguely mips him so just imagine how that went in a language that is not his first language yeah i don't have the ear for it like a linguistic bull in a china shop and that's something you know um, we don't talk about it a lot because it was a huge flop i mean somebody that has a passion for languages I'm sure can take that idea and roll with it and it would turn really great. But the, the product that we pushed out of teaching listeners how to speak Wookiee really wasn't our best work. Wasn't our best. Yeah. Work. And, yeah and, but that said, and like, like you said, me, oh, maybe someone with a passion language, blah, 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 blah. Look, if any of these ideas, if you're another stupid Star Wars podcast out in there and you're hearing this idea and you're like, I could do that. You know what? I freaking dare you to try it. And then come at me and bring your dumb episode. You did. And I'll go pound for pound with any of our worst episodes. Bring your best episode. Bring your best episode you ever had. I'll bring last week's episode or next week's episode or any of our dumb, horrible episodes. I'll still go at you. I'll go pound for pound. And I'll come out on top. And not only that, but Josh will also follow you back on your Twitter account and will like any stuff that you do in our direction. All right, so Josh, um, hit us with your bad batch. Let's see. Um... This one, I hesitate to bring up because it is potentially dangerous. And, you know, some content should be censored. And this is a safer work podcast. And so it's one of those things where it's like, disclaimer, 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 disclaimer. Disclaimer. It's not safe. Do not try this at home. Put the kids in bed. Mute. Put some headphones on. All right. Mm -hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. Go ahead, Josh. The episode where we... um, stuck different types of forks into different kinds of outlets to try and decide which type of electricity was like Sith lightning that we did for our, um, Mythbusters spring sweeps episode or whatever. Um, right. It was, it was big, got big numbers, had a lot of people talking. And I think I stand by the science and I stand by the results of that experiment, but controlled experiment. Sure. It was not it was not maybe a smart idea to put out there to the world. Pete and I are very strong. Pete and I work out a lot of things. We have a lot of we do a lot of electrotherapy. We do a lot of hooking electrodes to our muscles. It's actually that's um, actually true. And so we those sorts of things affect us differently. And we kind of lost sight of that. 
And of course, tragically, um, several people did try to do that at home and they did get electrocuted. So not a great idea. Not a great idea for an episode on our part. Kind of dropped the ball there. And let's see. Do you have anything on that one, Pete? Um, well, it's experimentation is something that the po boys do. Um, mm-hmm. we, we, um, jump so that others can crawl behind us. Um, mm-hmm. some might say the phrase is different, but we don't know what to do other than to run into the foray of innovation and creativity. And with that being said, sometimes you got an issue where you almost burn down a building trying to see if Sith Lightning is different in different outlets. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, lesson learned and um, wasn't, our, wasn't our best episode. Um, Josh, why don't you hit us with another one and then I'll go to mine. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of kind of um, blunderous episodes, you know, every, everyone out there maybe have this experience. You like wake up and you go about getting ready for your day, you know, brush your teeth, get dressed or whatever. And then all of a sudden you wake up again and you realize you just dreamed about having woken up, you know, or you wake up like just certain that something that happened in your dream was true or whatever. And uh, earlier this year, of course, Pete and I sort of had a weird shared dream like reality. We, we found ourselves and we're just like something wasn't clicking and we were like, oh, right. It's August 2020. It's Star Wars Celebration. We have to get to Star Wars Celebration. And we did several podcasts from Star Wars Celebration 2020 where we went to Anaheim, California. And um, just through willful belligerence to uh, all evidence to the contrary, no one was there. But it was just head in our heads. No, wait. No, no, no. It's August 2020. Star Wars Celebration. We broke into the convention center. It was empty. Uh, we waited in line for the store for several days and recorded several episodes from inside a dark, empty convention center waiting to get into the store, complaining the store wasn't open yet. And, I mean, it took it took a weekend, probably, for it to dawn. So, oh, wait, this was actually canceled, and we did actually know that. And I don't know. I still don't know how it happened that we both kind of blanked on that. Um, and the episodes were... were uh, you know, I, I think they have a certain charm, but I understand why they have since um, developed a sort of uh, hated following. And this is also a lesson to our fans out there of we we promote excellence, all right? And we never um, stop trying to be the best and always winning. But sometimes there's a there's a time where you have to just take your loss and move on to the next project. And for two alphas that are jacked to the nines like us, that's a difficult ask. So mm-hmm. a lot of times we have to do through dream therapy and talking about the episode. Um, it's more for us than it is for the listener, which is also a reason why it's not the, the, the you know, it's a bad batch of episodes because when we're not thinking about the fans first, we're not thinking about the reason that we do this. And that's you, the listener. All right. We don't do this for the fame. We ha- we have it. The money, mm-hmm. the muscles, we-, we have all of that. We do this because yeah, we don't podcast for the muscles. Uh, or the money. Um, although it is free now. We do this for you. All right. So you're welcome. Mm-hmm. 
So yep. mine is actually um, more related to the bad batch, you know, batch meaning more than one um, of episodes. And that was early on in Poe Boys when we thought the cast of Resistance was going to be something. So we spent, you know, a whole episode on Team Fireball um, talking about, ooh, look at all these different people from Team Fireball and Team Aces. And just all of this, you know, speculating of like, hmm, are we going to see these people for the next three to four seasons? What's this person's backstory? What's this person's backstory? We dedicated a lot of time and energy to stuff that didn't really end up mattering. Not no spoilers, um, but didn't end up mattering whatsoever to the mm-hmm. story of Resistance. Yeah, yeah. If only we'd known. So, um, Josh, hit us with the next one. Yeah, I'll give you another pair here. Uh, You know, we, from time to time, have guests on the show and, you know, various experts from within our sweeping organization, all white, all male. We don't know that many people. I'm sorry. And we have these two, they're they're, they're two interviews that that stand um, distinctly. Oh, no. Herbert's not white. You can just edit this whole part out. That stand distinctly below the rest. Um, and that was our interview with Borgollet. Um, <laughs> everybody loves Borgollet. Everybody loves Borgollet. Anything. Oh, Borgollet, Borgollet, Borgollet. Yeah, everybody loves that. And then you get in the room with the guy, you realize Borgollet sucks. I just like Forrest Whitaker. Like, I like mm-hmm. Sarguerre saying Borgollet. Borgollet doesn't actually do anything. Borgollet sucks. Well, that interview... Stop. It's also like okay, he knows and the truth, but all. like that's not fun, right? Like no, a, a lot of Star Wars is speculating. Like, okay, what's the Force really mean? And you know, um, who are Ray's parents? And you know, um, is Finn going to be a Jedi or not? And Borgolet mm-hmm. knows all of it, so he really took out the fun in Star Wars by knowing all the truth. Yep. Yeah, um, and that that interview is only kept from being the worst interview we've ever done by one other hugely infamous uh, disaster train wreck of an interview we did, which is an interview with Jack Black, in which it became pretty much immediately evident that he thought Poe Boys referred to his character, Poe, from Kung Fu Panda. Mm-hmm. And he was on this show to talk about Kung Fu Panda, and we had him on the show um, because we thought he was a fan of ours, and it did not go well, to say the least. It just it it it's never fun when the interviewer and the interviewee have different expectations. Um, no, 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 no. We've learned our lesson for that, um, which is why we have stellar interviews since then. Um, let me Absolutely. talk about. And quite frankly, it's on Jack Black because. Nobody knows that that character's name is Poe. Everybody just assumes that character's name is Concrete Panda. He should know nobody knows that that character's name is Poe. He should know everybody thinks that character's name is Concrete Panda. And we're not Concrete Panda boys. And there's an E, whatever. So anyway. So a trademark of Poe Boys LLC, Pager Boys LLC, Tana Boys LLC is creativity, innovation, and acceptance. Um, mm-hmm. And... One thing that we like to promote, it's similar to what Netflix does, is if we have an employee that wants to pitch an idea, as long as they are confident in the idea, we're going to run with it. I mean, 
we have a lot of filler episodes. Um, we're, we have seven after this that we have to do before a bad batch. And sometimes, you know, we get some great interviewers. We can get to the bottom of things. We've had Poboy's LLC Money Man Cody talk about what is a trade federation. We've had um, our love expert Tom talk about, you know, the different love sagas in Star Wars. Um, so people related to us, you know, friends, um, coworkers, etc., add to the Poboy's mythos. Then you have Clevin. All right. Mm. Now, Poheads would know who Clevin is. He's our intern. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Clevin, bless his heart, but he had an idea and he wanted to dedicate an episode to milk, to blue milk and green milk. And you might ask yourself, <laughs> you might ask yourself, is there enough to talk about blue milk and, and green milk for an hour? And the answer is be a reason you would ask the answer is he tried and he He repeated the the same thing over and over again. All right. He kept saying he would let white milk and we're like, white milk doesn't exist in Star Wars. It's blue or green. (laughs) And it's just us having a fight with Clevin because he's like, I don't get it. I would just have white milk. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Clevin, leave the podcasting to, to the professionals like Josh and myself. Please, Puh. love you, Clevin. Please. Yeah, short so... for rest in peace. <laughs> oh, that's dark, <laughs> and it's canon. And uh, yeah, that, that was that was that was a, that was a frustrating one. Um, similarly, sort of frustrating. Uh, we did back in this is probably 2012, right after the Disney news broke. We uh, wound up being courted very early on by Disney to appear in episode seven. And we're both obviously offer only. We don't audition, but uh, for like a piece of viral kind of content, like they wanted to, they really wanted to attach the new Star Wars films to the Poe boys name to give it a sort of legitimacy in the eyes. That's some credibility. And so, right. And so as a piece of like viral content, they did like a, the Poe boys audition for Force Awakens. Now we, already had roles in Force Awakens on Locke. There's this part, you know, where Han Solo is confronted by um, Balatik and his, his Guavian Death Gang and Conja Club. And initially there was a, also a third gang. Well, and Josh, there, let's not board. remember, let's also remember too, and, and it's so embarrassing that we have to talk about this. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people ask, why is Constable Zuvio not in Episode 7? And the reason is, Constable Zuvio had some goons behind him, which was us, but the way that our bodies work with the camera, it kind of kept panning over to us instead of Constable Zuvio. And it drew the eye. And yeah. they knew that we were in other scenes in the movie. You know, in the other scenes, you know, we are um, fully masked and we have, you know, prosthetics, et cetera, et cetera. But it kept like. Yeah, but you can't. Hide if you ever muscles. see, and I, I, you know, they're not going to release it um, for like 30, 40 years. It's like the government releasing intelligence documents at Disney. Um, you'll see it. You can't look at Zuvio without looking at um, the gun show on the left and the gun show on the right. Pretty much. Pretty much. Right. And so obviously we were hired uh, to make kind of cameo appearances as this third gang that, that Han Solo. 
um, owed money to. Harrison really wanted us involved in, in something that he was in. So we showed up. We were Happy the big boys and we don't audition, no. of course. But as, as the big boys, we did, again, this piece of viral content, kind of viral marketing, where we quote unquote auditioned. And it was like a ha ha auditioning for Star Wars. The Bible Boys, why would they ever sing so low? Where JJ, who, you know, some, some listeners I know, has a penchant for improv, will show up around LA, do improv shows every now and again, fancies himself a little comedian. He's got jokes. Got a little too, got a little too into the part of, oh, I'm a director, you're auditioning for me. Oh, and we got a little too fed up, and maybe things went off the rails a little bit. We're only human. We're only human. In such a way that. We dropped out of the movie entirely and made them delete all of our scenes with Cosmo Zuvio and haven't been in any Star Wars content since. So this next one, this next one is another low point in the Poe Boys universe. Um, As you Mm -hmm. know, listeners, we do anything for the fans. Um, We famously. Well, Pete, I hate to stop you. It's 2021. We are no, we no longer do anything for the fans. That was 2020. Hashtag 2020. Hashtag for the fans. right, right. But we're we're known as fan first. All right. Um, hmm. I don't know if that'll be the 2021 hashtag. We'll have to call them something else. <laughs> uh, the 2021 hashtag is: Is it 2023 yet? So we can go to celebration. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll go to celebration while we're dead. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we we do things for the fans. Um, some of them we're happy to, you know, we did, we wrote the fan fiction, you know, we do Poboy theater to show our acting chops. Um, but early on in our podcasting, we saw our numbers weren't where we wanted to. And um, the only word I can use is we debased ourselves by just picking clickbait topics. So this bad batch of episodes is when we did the elements of star Wars where we talked about coaxium and its background mm-hmm. and um, all the different ones. And we knew it was bad content. Um, mm-hmm. We knew that we were just getting those geology nerds and they've since left us because um, as people know with the geologists, they are fleeting, fleeting people that are not loyal to anybody, Pickle. only to rocks. No. Well, I guess geode, but yep. whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a proud moment for us um, doing our episode on the elements of Star Wars, but you know, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. Very true. Very true. That was that was a that was a long couple months. Uh, and speaking of a long couple months, uh, we had what you know, we had a particularly long year. Um, this was back. Fans of the show for a long time will remember back in 1986. There was a spell where I became particularly passionate about a different uh, science fiction franchise, or should I say, franchises. Um, and between the release of Aliens and the re- release of Predator, uh, I, I vied to have us change this podcast to AVP Boys, Alien versus Predator Boys. That was dark, and I really. Um, Forced that mm-hmm. down everyone's throat for the better part of a year. Pete, you kept trying to bring up Star Wars. I kept talking about Alien. I kept talking about Predator every week, week after week. And uh, it was very hard to talk about R-rated movies on a Safe Work podcast. And it didn't pan out. And eventually my passion for those films did subside. But not after a few conquers along the way. Uh, uh. 
you know. And you might think to yourselves, listeners, um, just stick to one lane. And, mm-hmm. you know, we largely have, but that's that's life. You, you choose other passions and you compare them to what you're you're good at. Now, Josh, I have one left. So you have what? Okay, so why don't uh, yeah. you do one more? I'll do one, and then you'll round us mm-hmm. out. All right, all right, all right. Well, I will say, um, and this one's going to come as a shock <gasps> to a lot of people, because I think, quite frankly, it's one of the most successful episodes we've ever had. Uh, and I'm pointing to just a few weeks ago, Jedi Temple After Dark. What? Say it ain't so. Smash success. Smash, smash success. Everybody loved it. It weirdly got way more listens than any other episode, really, that we put up that aren't, like, attached to The Mandalorian. It's now, like, the second or third most listened to episode we've done since we moved to this podcast hosting service. It's not a big deal. And I put it down as one of the worst because it um, has now, unfortunately, had set expectations wildly <laughs> high for all the episodes that have followed, and they've all <laughs> failed. Um, you know, yeah. Podcasting is a lot like a roller coaster, you know? It goes up and then just goes crashing down before it rebounds right back up. Um, but that we'll that is true. Sometimes you... Um, you know, I see this in the workplace all the time. You beat expectations and you, then you don't know what to do. Because you are on a mm-hmm. precipice and you are seeing things that nobody else has. And that's what we were doing after that huge, huge success of that episode is what's next oh yeah like yep and we're still trying to figure that out and who knows if we ever will um i think we will i mean we're two expert podcasters doubt it (laughs) all right um here's the last one um and this one is it takes a big person and by big i mean um chiseled and uh, muscular and you know one percent body fat which we are um, to admit this, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes you throw ideas out there and they just don't stick. Um, maybe it's due to marketing. Maybe it's due to a better idea. Um, but we wrote a, a, a script for episode nine that was rejected. Um, we had some ideas for episode nine. Um, I don't know. For example, um, Palpatine is um, not Ray's grandfather. Like that was that was one of our ideas, um, <laughs> and the dyad wasn't really a thing, um, and it was more about you know Ray and Kylo's um, battle, and Palpatine wasn't in it at all, um, and he wasn't a clone. Um, it was there's just like a bunch of stuff here and there, but we got really sassy and we said a lot of things that adults shouldn't say to other adults related to a um, safer work situation. So I, I, I felt bad. I felt bad. Yeah. And it's also one of those unfortunate things where, you know, was there some production made on our version of episode nine? Yes. And some of that footage exists. Yes. And, you know, unfortunately there's, uh, some fans of ours who have gotten very excited about the prospect of our version of episode nine that have, have maybe been a little toxic to JJ and, and some other people involved in what we wound up uh, being the theatrical cut 
of episode nine. And of course, you know, our, our version was, it was different. Um, and by all accounts, um, described as, you know, super neat. Yeah, dude, everything mm-hmm. ruled. Um, Snyder, super neat. Yeah, dude, everything ruled, uh, cut, you know, they shortened it to Snyder and, and everybody wants to release the Snyder cut of, of episode nine. And there's been a lot of turmoil in the fandom over it. And it's, it's very upsetting. If honestly, if I didn't know, and I just wouldn't have even done anything, not worth the headache nine at all because we're fans first no. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um so let's see i got one more episode here one more clunker. okay um and it's you know it's you you come up with these great ideas as a podcaster and it's always like oh this will be the one but then there's always like some sort of disconnect and it's like in your head is like oh this is a brilliant idea, but in practice, like we never coordinate or talk about anything in advance and so everything's everything live kind of just falls apart and feels, yeah, really lazy. And like, you guys didn't even, did you even talk beforehand? Did you no. prepare notes at all? Um, do you, you know, do anything to instill your episodes with any quality? And the answers to those are, is a complicated answers. You know, but so sometimes you fall short and, you know, so, yeah, I mean, this episode is not great, but I don't, you know, oh, whatever. <laughs> your last Bad Batch episode is this one? <laughs> yep. Um, kind of. Yeah, it's it's a nice tie-in. Um, yeah. Hey, let us know your least favorite episode. <laughs> um, we would do a poll, but we don't want to limit you to the mm-hmm. um, only four or five out of the 139 that we've produced. Um. Yeah. 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 Well, hopefully, at some point, um, Star Wars does like the good batch or good Jedi's. Um, and then maybe we can be a little <laughs> bit more positive. But you know, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. good. To, I'm I'm breathing a little bit easier right now because I got that off my chest. Yeah, it's, it feels good to own up to your sins. Um. With with that. Um. We are. I mean, it, your guess of what we're doing the next seven weeks is as good as ours. Um, mm-hmm. Will we contribute to this list of a bad batch of episodes? Yes. And with that, um, if you'd like to get a hold of us, poboyspodcast at gmail.com is our email. Our Twitter and Instagram are at poboyspodcast. And we will see you next week. Bye.